Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Welcome to the Old Dogs REI Network, where cash flow is king. Real estate investing, the means, so you can enjoy your retirement dreams. This is the show where we cut right to the chase. No sales pitch, no long monologues, just simple how-to real estate investing advice, so you can earn the passive income you need to enjoy your retirement today. And now, your host and chief old dog, Bill Manacero. Old Dogs, and welcome to Fun Facts Friday. This is our once a week, only on Friday show, where we have special episodes not featuring guests, where I will share tricks, tips, terminology, and techniques that will help skyrocket you to real estate investing success. Today's topic is creating your 2023 strategic real estate investing plan. But before I get started, I just like to say hi. I hope you guys are doing well. I hope uh, as we're moving here in the U.S. anyway into uh, winter and it's starting to starting to get chilly here. And for me, the first time in Tennessee during the winter, it is definitely unusual. You know, I I, I thought like you know the the '60s was cold in California, but man. You know, waking up to 19 degrees and lower is uh, a little bit of a shock. But hey, enough of me. Let's talk about you. As we approach year end, I'm hoping you have already completed your 2023 strategic plan. And if not, it's still not too late. If you listen to this show for a while, you know that at the end of the year, I push pretty heavily here for you to create a strategic plan for that year. And if you, you know, already have done it, hey, I'm sorry, you know, I, I may be repetitious here and you're going, hey, I already did my plan. But if you haven't, you know, I just want you to listen to this podcast and, and hopefully see why I think it's important. I mean, if you just started out in real estate, this could be a great time for you to kind of start off the right way with your first strategic plan. Um, or if you've already been investing, this is a good time to review where you are, where you've been, and plan to go. And look at how you can put that down on paper as your goals for the new year. You know, especially right now in light of the economy, recession, and inflation, it's more important than ever that your strategic plan not only show your goals and strategies for achieving those goals, but I think even more, it's 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 very important to be able to develop contingencies as well as part of your plan, should there be radical shifts in the market, the economy, or any other type of area that can affect your real estate investing. 
Now, developing a good strategic plan is critical if you are serious about real estate investing. You know, just buying a house here and there, that's not a plan. Or even saying, I'll buy one a year. That's not really a plan either. Your strategic plan puts your goals into perspective, helps define how you will achieve those goals, and keeps you on track to achieve those goals. So it's more than just buying a property. It's having strategy behind that property, what type of property you're buying, what kind of cash flow you're hoping to achieve, and and so forth. I know many of you you know, we'll be completing your plan, you know, digitally in a lot of cases, uh, uh, on your phones or on your laptops. But, you know, I'm an old dog here and I prefer the old school method. You know, I buy the white notebook, you know, with the clear slip cover so I can put in there, you know, the 2023 strategic plan and, and, you know, I can start putting everything into one little area. So as I'm collecting my data, putting things it's also you know something I can have at my desk that I can open and I can you know write notes on hey this you know didn't work or you know you can just make it a working document for your everyday you know real estate efforts you know I also like whiteboards I um, you don't have to do this, but you know, I, I like to have a big one where I could actually sit down and have a planning meeting. I remember in my corporate days, how you know we would always always sit down and, and do planning, and that was one of the great ways to just get the ideas on the board um, and just just brainstorm. And I know it's kind of hard to do that by yourself, so I always try to get somebody in here to do that with me. But you know, sometimes it's just me <laughs> talking to me. Yeah, sometimes you know, just talking to myself. But hey, you know. Uh, it's okay. I'm old. I can, I can do that. I'm <laughs> just kidding. Okay. Um, anyway, you know, don't get him hung up on, on, you know, the, what the plan looks like. Okay. It's important that you have a document that you, that works for you specifically. Okay. You might not want to have multiple pages, other, but there's other people who will want all kinds of data and detail. I think the idea is, is to map out a plan and, um, there are multiple ways to do this. And I'll give you references in our show notes and how you can find a way to do a plan. But, you know, the first step that I I always take is I look back. Uh, if you're already investing, one of the most important steps before writing your plan is to look back at your current year um, and and try to you know get a good insight of what happened, what worked, what didn't. Um, then you you start compiling your data. It's important to have like your financials, all your financial tracking data, profit and loss statements, balance sheets, uh, rent rolls, income and expenses. Um, if you don't have those numbers readily available, it's you know it's it's important to make that part of your, your real estate investing activities. Um, maybe you can get QuickBooks. I think it's a great resource. Um, and there's a lot of other similar types of programs out there, um, or even hiring a part-time bookkeeper that can keep all of your records for you and, uh, compile them for your taxes each year. Um, if you use Excel spreadsheets, you can draw from that data, but it's, it's best to have a way to easily track and generate reports that will help you continually assess how you're doing. 
Also look at other data pertinent to your real estate investing activities over the year. Uh, maybe things like your calendars, day timers, um, uh, could be uh, other types of records um, that you that you keep. Um, the, the things you're trying to find out is where did you go? How did you spend your time and your money? Um, track how many hours per week you spent on real estate investing, uh, education, mentoring, research, etc. Um, did you attend any industry boot camps or conferences? Did you listen to podcasts, read books? And write down how much time you spent on these things. Um, this also helps you as you file your taxes to establish you as a real estate professional, which can also help in your, in, you know, getting your taxes in order and being able to get some special write-offs there. Um, make records of your hours spent as well as how much money you spent on on activities, everything from, you know, mileage uh, uh, and dinners. If you've met with people regarding, you know, you know, maybe as a broker or it was a, a fellow real estate investor who you're drawing information from. Maybe it was a banker. And uh, try to write everything down that you can. Chronicle the year. Uh, look at what you accomplished. Did you meet or surpass any of your goals that you set last year? It's time to celebrate your successes and learn from your failures. It's okay to pat yourself on the back for your wins. Maybe uh, take your wife out for a you know for a special dinner celebrating the the good year that you had. Uh, um, you know, it, but I think it's it's important to know what you achieved and where you where it worked and where it didn't work. Uh, if something worked well, make a note of it and do more of it. Um, uh, but refine it to make it even better this time. If you blew it. You know, take the time to look at what went wrong and learn from it and either refine it or knock it out of your, your plan. You know, paint a good picture of how your year went and write notes for your, what you would do differently in the year ahead to do it better. If you have not done anything yet, uh, but plan to start in 2023, let's say you've been, you know, doing your research, listening to podcasts, so forth. Um, now is a great time, you know, to look ahead. You can't look back on your track record, but you can certainly look ahead at what, you know, what you hope to accomplish. Um, you know, some great books out there that uh, we have uh, on our website. We have, you know, 20 of the top books that I personally found as great references. Uh, just uh, go to our resources section of the Old Dogs website at olddogsreinetwork.com. Also, try to, you know, I have a number of podcasts talking about planning. I just think it's really important if you, if you, if you really want to succeed and um, things like uh, topics like knowing your why, uh, setting goals, uh, strategies, uh, other helpful topics. Um, I'm going to have links in the, the show notes uh, to some of those podcasts that end uh, articles that should hopefully help you. But some of the key elements of your plan include, um, you know, a mission statement to your goals, uh, your strategy. Um, a timeline or a time frame. This is not a business plan, so don't you know feel that you have to do all of the things that you would do for a business plan. Although some people do, that helps them to plan their year. Um, you know, usually a business plan has an executive summary, company overview, business model, USP, market analysis. It goes into a lot of other areas that not isn't necessary 
you know, for this type of a plan. Yeah, you know, I do put market data. I think that's important. If uh, you are somebody who invests in other states and you're looking at maybe potentially some different states to go into, um, it's what's going to work for you. Um, you know, you, you, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm not going to tell you don't get formal with it if if that's that's going to be something that works for you. That's the key. What will work for you? The key thing is getting something down and in in you know a, a readable form that you can look at and you can review and you can revise and so forth. Um, your plan elements, you should have things like your why, you know, that this does not have to be formally written in your plan, but um, I think you, you could draw reference to that because um, this is the thing that's going to really motivate you to continue investing, even when things get rough. Uh, your mission statement, your goals, your strategy, um, you know, the strategy could be be, and I talk about strategy sometime, I know I, I reference that in different ways. A strategy can be a type of real estate investing, for example, wholesaling, flipping, uh, buy and hold, you know, those are strategies. But then there are also strategies within your plan. For example, um, I'm going to focus 100% on, on building up my, for example, my my broker team and or my agent team of realtors out there and and create a you know a funnel of constant deals that are coming my way through them you know that's a strategy um you may have access to the mls or something maybe you have um you are a, a an agent or a broker um and then you, you you know you don't need those those other brokers out there necessarily you can look up a lot of those things yourself it's it just depends but um I'm referring here to one, yes, identify your strategy if you are going to be uh, flipping or you're going to be buying deeds or you're going to um, do hard money lending, things like that. But uh, this, this, this strategy, I think you should really focus on, you know, how am I going to achieve that goal? How am I going to acquire uh, a new property every month and, and really break it down? You know, maybe a combination of direct mail or, uh, you know, a, a number of other types of areas that you might use to bring those deals in the door. Um, time frame is really important. It's, um, you know, be realistic, but don't be afraid to reach either. Uh, do you want to retire in 10 years? Or maybe you're already retired and you're looking at, uh, like me, <laughs> retiring again, um, you know, from real estate investing. Um, are you planning on quitting your job next month? You know, all those things are really important timeline items that have to be a part of this too. Um, and then your market. If you're investing in your own backyard, hey, good for you. That's great. Um, but if not, you know, maybe you want, might want to find a, an, an area a little further from home, or maybe it might be in another state. It might even be in another country. So you have to, you know, look at those areas and and you know, be concise and stick to your plan as much as you can um, in terms of defining and finding that market. And then once you find it, you know, moving into the implementation in that area. Um, criteria, really important to know what you're looking for. If you're buying rental property, you know, what kind of rental property? Are you buying single family homes? You're buying multifamily. Um, um, and if you're buying, let's say, a, a multifamily um, what type, you know, is it, is it an A, B or C property? Is it, uh, something that, uh, 
you know, 100 units or more, or you're looking in the, the 20 to 50 uh, unit category, or, you know, really, really get specific as, as you can. Um, flexibility is important too. So if you're, if you're not finding enough deals to cherry pick fr- uh, from, you can change your market and or strategy. This part of your plan is one of the most important elements to fully understand and clearly defined. You know, too many investors get excited and buy the first deal that comes their way. Uh, by having clearly defined criteria, you are able to easily reject the 99% of the properties that are not a good deal that uh, are not going to help you to achieve your goal. And then, of course, the the marketing plan or the marketing elements in the plan. How are, um, how are you going to create a marketing system that will draw motivated sellers to you, for example? How will you find the best deals that are listed? Will you use the MLS, agents, brokers, online searches? Uh, there, and there are a lot of companies out there that, and I've featured many on, on this podcast, that um, will also go out and find you off-market deals, for example. Um, then the financing is important. How do you plan on purchasing your deals? Uh, um, are you looking to use other people's money? Uh, are you going to use? You going to pay cash? Um, you can use conventional financing, hard money, private money, equity partners, uh, seller financing. There's a whole list of different ways to fund a deal. And today, with the rising interest rates, you know you might want to spend a little bit more time in this area. For example. Also, your teams, uh, you should really clearly define your teams and the systems you and they will use to delegate and automate tasks. Um, You know, these are are people, for example, like your broker, attorney, CPA. Um, It could be um, virtual assistants that you hire in another country. Um, It could be um, who just is your assistant. And that's like your one one key person that's going to, you know, you're going to be delegating a lot of these responsibilities to. Um, But, you know, your team is a real critical part of your of your success as well. And then exit strategies and backup plans. I touched on this a little bit, you know, having multiple Clearly defined exit strategies is one of the most important parts of your strategic plan, especially for new investors. You know, how are you going to exit the deal? Um, what are your backup plans? Do you flip, lease option, whatever it is that you do? Um, what is the end game? And uh, as I mentioned, with the economy the way it is and um, you know some of the challenges out there in the marketplace right now it's really important that you do have your plans a b and c in order uh, should things not go according to how you thought they would go and those uh, backup plans and the exit strategies are key also um you know, you, you do want to include your financials. As I mentioned, you're, you're putting those together, but you also have your projected financials, which are going to be important for you as you look ahead at uh, where you're trying to get to and what your goal is, especially the financial aspects of your goal. Well, uh, that's, you know, at least an overview of what I would really recommend. Take the time to at least look into developing a plan and what's involved in it because even if you are only buying one property a year you 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 having that goal in mind will 
give you that point where, hey, I've acquired enough properties. Um, this is what I want. Uh, in, you know, 10 years, I'll have 10 properties and they will be generating this much cash flow and I will um, accelerate the payoff on the mortgages and you know all the elements that go with that. It's so important to have that written down and to work that so that it does work to your advantage. You know, don't worry if you don't you know, understand everything at this point or know how you're going to accomplish everything in the plan. You know, remember, a strategic plan is a work in process uh, that should get better and better the more you use it. You know, and if you have it on your desk there, yeah, I'd recommend you looking at it every day, reminding yourself what your goals are and be able to break down your, your months and weeks and even days to the point where you see how what you're doing today, what I'm doing this minute is contributing to that plan for not only, you know, the month or the, the year, but, you know, 10 years from now or whatever the, your end game is, you know, as you learn through real life experience, you will revise, adapt, and refine the plan to make your efforts more and more effective and profitable over time. So I would just recommend start researching, you know, listen to some of the, the, uh, podcasts that I've attached uh, to the, uh, the show notes for this show. Um, and, and see, hey, does that make sense to you? Does that sound like something you want to do? And um, start researching, collecting your data. You know, buy that notebook and or whiteboard or whatever it is to start the process. Now, remember, you know, a goal without a plan is just a wish. So is a real estate investor's hopes of being successful without a plan. I honestly believe that this is a key element. Well, that's it for today. Please note, old dog listeners, everything presented here today can be accessed in our detailed show notes on the Old Dogs website at olddogsreinetwork.com forward slash blog. And look for the episode entitled Creating Your 2023 Strategic Real Estate Investing Plan. Well, that's the show for today. Remember, cash flow is king and real estate investing the means. Until next time, keep moving forward. And may God bless. Thank you very much for visiting the Old Dogs REI Network. We would greatly appreciate if you would stop by iTunes and let us know what you think of the show. We would love if you could subscribe to the podcast, give us a five-star rating, and write a review. The more ratings and reviews we receive, the more visible the podcast will be to others. Thank you.